they were starting series on the seven feasts of the Lord. And um, I'm kind of nerdy excited about this. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but I, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, today we're just going to do an overview of the seven feasts, and then we're, we'll have communion later on for the, the rest of it, uh, for the rest of the morning service. Um, depending on the feast, we, we may cover one a week or one a day. Uh, maybe we'll cover two. It, it kind of depends on, on how it plays out. Uh, so we'll be on this series for three to five, three to six weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, but he, here's why we're doing this series. The seven feasts, which were given to the nation of Israel, and are, are kind of succinctly outlined in Leviticus 23, actually depict or illustrate or, or foretell the entire redemptive career of Jesus Christ. Every significant event that Jesus has done and will do in the future are outlined and illustrated in these seven feasts. The seven feasts of the Lord give the seven major events that Jesus Christ will do in the entire history and the future of humanity. They give us the order in which they happen. Um, and for some, they actually even gave us the, the date on which they happen. Not, not, not like the specific
exciting, a little bit intimidating to, to attempt this with you. Um, as I said, the seven feet, they connect to historical events. So we're going to be talking history and the history of Israel and some of the stuff that happened there. They have connection to what Jesus has done, what he will do. So we're going to be talking New Testament. We're going to be talking theology. We're going to be talking prophecy. They also have a connection to personal spirituality. We're going to be talking personal application and what is vibrant Christianity look like. We are not.
Israel's deliverance out of Egypt's bondage. Uh, the angel of death passed over uh, any house that had lamb's blood on the doorpost. Passover only happened once, but all future feasts were a remembrance of that time. And then they would symbolically sacrifice a lamb on that day. Passover is also the day when Christ died on the cross for our sins. And so while the high priest was in the temple sacrificing the lamb, Christ was literally dying on the cross, um, providing deliverance to all of humanity from the bondage of sin and Satan. A Passover also speaks of redemption. Uh, redemption is just a fancy word that means uh, to buy something back. It's, it's brought back to you, right? You, you sold something to the pawn shop and you want it back, so you go in and you, you buy it back. It's to, to once again make yours what was yours before him. Secondly, we have the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Uh, historically, this is when the Israelites left Egypt. Because they departed in such a hurry, they were commanded that they should make bread without without yeast. They just they wouldn't have time for it to arrive. And so for seven days, they remember that initial departure from Egypt when they ate bread without yeast. They were on the road. They were, they were about to feel. Uh, this feast 